the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Saturday, I asked one of my vital questions on Twitter about the right of a person, if they're traveling in coach and they discover the seats next to them are empty, are, should they be allowed to purchase those three seats in a row and create their own little private row? And uh, most of my audience, which I expected a libertarian-leaning audience, said, yeah, we agree with that. However, today there's a breaking story about a Colorado man who was flying with uh, two friends from Colorado to Las Vegas for a weekend getaway. And he's, he knows he's big. He bought an extra seat on the plane because... Well, he's considerate. And so he bought two seats next to each other, booked his flight on, uh, I'm going to name Spirit Airlines because they're in the story. And he got on the plane from Colorado to Vegas, no problem, came time to come home, and he went to board the plane, and Spirit said, oh, we gave away the extra seat. And he said, no, no, you didn't. And he was already on the plane, apparently, sitting in his seat with the extra seat next to him. And, and he is kind of a large guy. So uh, he would be one of those people whose mass and girth would spill out over into the seat next to him. But he tried to do the right thing. They told him, too bad, you can't have that. And they essentially told him, you're going to have to get off the plane if you don't want to give up your seat. He ended up being forced to get off the plane because he didn't want to be comfortable stuffed. He didn't want to be uncomfortable. And uh, they ended up refunding him both tickets and putting him on another flight. But uh, the embarrassment, he claims, is going to be worth something. Uh, right. I, are we is he on the on murky turf or is he in a good shape here, do you think? Well, I'll say, you know, he was allowed to actually occupy two seats with no problem on the group's flight out to Las Vegas and then was humiliated in the fashion that you mentioned on the way back. Uh, this is, you know, there are many tort claims that arise out of scenarios where somebody is subjected to emotional distress, whether it's intentional or whether it's negligent. You know, this is one of those cases that our hearts go out to the, the guy. You know, he tried, like you said, he tried every way he could to do the right thing. And this is not unusual. This does occur. Uh, what is unusual is for Spirit Airlines or any airline to simply give away somebody's ticket. So, uh, you know, we don't have all of the information about how that happened with an accident, etc. Um, so, you know, the fact that he probably uh, really suffered a little bit more from this than you and I could possibly imagine, and some of the reports actually go into some of that, uh, what he was thinking and feeling at the time, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a settlement before we see a lawsuit in a case like this. Well, yeah, I think that would be wise for the airport to do that, and it probably cost them a lot less in the, well, in the end. Well, they told him already. They're looking into the, the circumstances. Obviously, they refunded those tickets, and they will work on, in Spirit's words, quote, making this right. So from mm, that's, past experience, we know what that looks like, and we hope that they will do the right thing. Well, that's that's a interesting translation, folks. That's legalese for he's probably going to get an offer, <laughs> and it's probably <laughs> going to save him from having to pay an attorney. Uh, but you brought up something really important, Wendy, that I hadn't even thought about. 
if they set the precedent by allowing him to fly the first leg of the flight, they're probably going to have to do something to compensate him. That I hadn't even thought about the fact that they themselves are the ones who uh, let it happen the first time. So, uh, yeah. Good, good, good to well, one of, pay attention. One of the other things they'll probably um, bring up is, you know, there are lots of, lots of, and it doesn't, I'm assuming he blew spirit out there. Uh, but one of the things that it brings up is, you know, you and I both know, because we both travel all over the country all the time, that there are certain travel days that are so much more difficult than others. You talk about Fridays, Mondays, Tuesdays, et cetera. It wouldn't surprise me if airlines had different policies regarding overbooking type scenarios and releasing seats based on the time that you're traveling as well. So just one more thing to toss into the mix. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on this one.